0: Hello from Los Angeles and welcome to the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. It's 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 an East, 20 hours universal time. And our Mystery School topic for the day today is conscious evolution. We're going to talk about what does it mean to evolve, not only in the sometimes disputed <laughs> Darwinian sense, It's a pretty well-established concept, I think, by now, but some people, of course, resist even the idea that the physical species is evolving. But we're going to go beyond that to talk about deliberately and purposefully accelerating the development of your conscious awareness. We're also going to talk a little bit here in the free forum and which is podcast, of course, but also in the premium program that follows in about 25 minutes or so. We're going to talk about what awareness is. I mean, if beyond the evolution of the physical species and the process of natural selection or so-called survival of the fittest, the way in which nature promotes through adversity and uplifting, uh, refinement or improvement of the physical species, do we also get smarter? And if we get smarter, do we get more passionate and compassionate? And if we can evolve not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally, can we evolve spiritually as well? and can we consciously deliberately or purposefully accelerate that growth of awareness so it's a little convoluted to say can we consciously develop our consciousness <laughs> can we be aware of growing our awareness but That's the question I'm asking today, and the answer is a very definitive yes. In fact, in many ways, it's much easier to accelerate yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in terms of your overall awareness, than it is to promote the evolution of the physical vehicle. And I choose that word deliberately. The physical body really is an instrument or a vehicle for the expression of who you are in this life. It's curious to me how many of us, because of the nature of appearance and living in a world of separated form, identify with the vehicle. Uh, I guess we do that with, <laughs> in other areas of, of life, too, I know a lot of guys that believe they are the car they drive, or women as well as men who believe they are the house that they live in, or maybe the clothes that they wear, or who they associate with. Okay, this is how shallow humanity still is. We think we are our stuff, right? Well, A little bit of reflection, and most people would have to admit, well, you know, I I guess I do think of myself as an extension of my property rather than the other way around. Uh, I know I'm really more than my stuff, my car, my house, my, my clothing, and who I associate with, but I'm not sure who that person is, so... Rather than take the risk of knowing myself and being true to myself, I'm going to busy myself with judging other people. And then I'll compare myself and contrast myself to those other people. But, of course, you're not those other people. You're unique, right? What do I say? Fingerprint evidence and DNA proof that you're one of a kind and therefore incomparable, You cannot be better than anyone. You cannot be worse than anyone on balance. In certain areas, of course, we excel, and in other areas, others are far superior to us. But that's only specifics. On balance, we're no better or no worse than anyone else. We're unique. And the way in which we're unique transcends the physical body and your appearance, and it also transcends the way you think, the way you feel emotionally, and your behavior and your actions in the world. The idea of growing yourself spiritually is about growing awareness. And that's what I mean by conscious evolution. How do we accelerate Purposefully, deliberately. How do we grow our awareness? I mentioned a few weeks ago, and I got some nice feedback to my comment at the time about the philosopher Descartes. And, you know, we are indebted to him for many insights, especially journalists. He was sort of the first person to identify the who, what, where, when why and how of things. But Descartes is best known for having said, I think, therefore I am. How do you know you exist? Well, you think about it. And even in esoteric and spiritual literature, there are many references to you were not the appearance of who you are. You are not the vehicle or your physical body. That's merely the instrument through which you express. You are, in fact, your thoughts. The secret that was made into a DVD and then a book, sort of a backward thing, I believe it was a DVD, That became a book rather than the other way around. But it was very popular about eight or ten years ago, I think probably still is, Uh, that really described the great central metaphysical teaching about life being a self fulfilling prophecy and that you tend to reap what you sow. Uh, This is in Eastern philosophy called karma. But it was really Christ that worked the allegory of the garden and generating in life the consequences of what is often thought of as thoughts. And in The Secret, they talk about it as you reap what you sow, or karma, they talk about it as you go where you look, and you get what you expect, and what goes around comes around, and... The golden rule is, in effect, because that's the way all life works, not just treating others the way you want to be treated, but whatever you put out into the world tends to come back. It's really not thoughts, however. It's really not your thoughts, so much as it is your intention. Now, this is a fine point, granted, but when we talk about development of consciousness, we're not talking about more positive thoughts. Well, we are, but at an even (laughs) deeper, more fundamental level, what is the intention behind your thoughts? What is the intention behind your feelings? That intention the reason of why you think and feel and then behave the way you do. That deepest of all motives is awareness or consciousness. Those two words are rather interchangeable, consciousness and awareness. And we could call it intention the intention behind the reason you think the way you think, feel the way you feel, and do the things that we do. So to teach metaphysics on the most basic level, to talk about the secret of thoughts create reality, uh, that what you think is what you manifest, that you go where you look and get what you expect. That's okay for introductory stuff. But at some point, you have to ask yourself, well, why do I think this way? So much of our thinking is automatic, is unconscious. We discussed this in a a webinar a couple of weeks ago, how even when we put down deliberate activity, like reading a book, or balancing your checkbook, or reading a a map, deciding a bus route, or solving a problem, or making a drawing, sketching something out. Even when you put down your purposeful, deliberate thinking, there is a mental process that continues. Thoughts seem to generate themselves, and you are not generating those thoughts any more than if you stand beside a highway or sit on a hill, let's say, next to a roadway and somehow could clairvoyantly or telepathically read the thoughts of the people in the cars that are passing you by. Some of those thoughts would be relevant to you. Some of those thoughts would be very meaningful. Some of those thoughts, especially given their Limited nature would seem totally out of context and irrelevant to you. And that's the monkey mind of all human beings, the vast majority of human beings, maybe I should be careful about all, certainly the vast majority of human beings, for the vast majority of our lives, we're experiencing this. Mental drift, this stream of consciousness, these thoughts that seem to be generated by us but really are moving past us and often have nothing to do with who we are. Hear me clearly. When we put down our deliberate thinking and set aside our attempts to ponder or reflect or cogitate, there's an interesting word, on something in particular in our thought stream, your mind is still generating thoughts. You could say, I'm going to go for a walk and try to clear my head. Right? Or I'm going to go sit out on the back porch here, put my feet up with a nice icy cold drink, stare at the blue sky or the green horizon, and take a break, because I've been working so hard. doesn't matter. Your brain is still churning out thoughts. And they jump all over the place. They go from food to sex to problems unsolved. Oh, yeah, I've got to get gas for the car. And I think, geez, when am I going to get around to changing the oil? And this other problem that I've got at work, and oh, these tasks, I have to do at home and oh that thing the other uh, the, the fellow said to me the other day I can't believe what they said that I took and we have these conversations in our heads in spite of ourselves even when we don't want to so we say well I'm going to take a nap and you go lay down and you go to sleep and still while you sleep your brain generates thoughts which Occasionally, you may remember when you wake up as a dream. How do you turn that damn thing off? Right. But the bigger question that so I'm posing here today as we talk about our topic, conscious evolution, is what's behind those thoughts? What drives those thoughts? What determines the nature of those thoughts? Not only the ones you care about and deliberately focus upon, but the stream of consciousness that continues, even when your thoughts are not applied. You follow? What is the intention, the motivation, or the driving force behind those thoughts? And then I can do the same three minutes here, in the same way about emotional feelings. Descartes could have said, just as simply, I feel, therefore I am. I guess he was sort of a left-brain guy, <laughs> and so he expressed that I think, therefore I am. But both of these statements seem reasonable enough to us. He's saying behind our behavior, behind our actions, Behind our physical health, behind our appearance, are thoughts and feelings. And my ability to think about thinking, my ability to feel my feelings, is evidence of my sentience. I'm aware that I exist. Ah, how about then, I am aware, therefore I am. Take it to the deeper level. You're not your physical body, merely. You're more than that. It's an important part of who you are. Every time we get ill or injured, we know (laughs) what an important part of the self, the physical body really is. But behind that are thoughts and feelings. And today I'm saying, behind the thoughts and feelings is awareness. And that's the magnetic nature. That's the secret Not that thoughts create reality, but that awareness creates reality. Awareness of your thoughts would allow you to change the way you think. If you identify as the thought, you become rather a victim of your thinking. But if you realize that you are your awareness, if you become aware of your conscience, your consciousness, or conscious of your awareness (laughs) or conscious of your consciousness or aware of your awareness now you've gone to the deeper and much more uh, primary and relevant level I am aware therefore I am I am aware of my thoughts and I can change them I am aware of my emotional feelings And I can see them as symptoms of my condition and learn from them. And I am aware that I have choices in a life where I often forget that I have choices. All right. If you'd like to comment, use the box in front of you, the text box. If you're on the web, if you're listening on the telephone, you can press. Star 2, and we'll check those out real quickly. Just say hi or send me any comments that you may have. And uh, Oh, it says I have JavaScript disabled. Why is that? Maybe I won't be able to receive your text comments today. We'll have to explore that after the webinar see what the deal is. And uh, we can also see if you're on the phone, and if you want to raise your hand, press star 2 on the telephone touchpad. Thank you very much for being here live today. I really appreciate it. We still have somewhere on the order of 90 to 95% of our listeners uh, listening after the fact to the podcast, and we're an on-demand world now. That's one of the great benefits uh, <laughs> aren't you spoiled don't you want to like l- you're driving in the car and you want to hit the rewind button when you listen to the radio or in life in general you wish there was an undo button in the upper left where you could get a, a do over right I pointed my keys at the door of the house the other day as if that was going to unlock the bus, So <laughs> no, we're getting spoiled but uh Let's let's do a little relaxation exercise here. Close your eyes and get comfortable. Sit up straight, but again, the idea is to be balanced, not rigid. And take a few slow, deep breaths and begin to feel your body softening. Take the time to do this. You can start at your feet and then your calves, your knees, and upper legs. And create and sense a letting go feeling that moves through your hips and slowly radiates up into the torso. A wonderful feeling of relaxation spreading across the shoulders and flowing down into your arms. Feel the letting go all the way down to the tips of your fingers. and relax your scalp, you'll feel the space around your ears droop or sag just a little bit. As you relax your scalp and your jaw and even your tongue, let it just float wherever it wants to go. With a little imagination, you can even Relax the grip of the gums around your teeth. And if you say to yourself, oh, that would be pretending, just just making it up, well, that's exactly the right feeling. Create and sense a feeling, even if you think you're just pretending or imagining. Go ahead. And imagine yourself feeling really, really safe and relaxed. Perhaps in a beautiful place of perfect peace, wandering through a garden or a beautiful wilderness area. And let your imagination reveal to you the beauty of this place and As my voice guides you, you can easily imagine hearing birds singing and the wind in the tops of the trees. Smell the fragrances of this beautiful, peaceful place. And imagine finding a spot to sit. On the earth, maybe a grassy spot beneath the shade tree, or beside a little stream or a small lake or pond, feeling so relaxed, and reflecting upon your intention to be more aware. To be more aware of your thoughts, to be more aware of your emotions, simply form the intention. To be more aware of your behavior in the world and your impact on other people. Just ponder or reflect upon how your life would be different if you were more awake and more alert. By being more relaxed and giving up stress and tension. By being more accepting of what's happening to you, yet aware of the choices you have and how you look at it, and what you choose to do with it and understand that as you become more aware your ethics and your values evolve the things you care about and the nature of caring develops all by itself you You become more loving, more kind, and less critical of yourself as well as others. You have more self-respect and therefore more respect for other people. More generous, more tolerant, a better sense of humor. You become healthier and stronger as you become more aware of why think, and feel, and act the way you do. It all begins simply with forming the intention, and in a meditative state like this, a place of perfect peace and ideal relaxation, reflecting, uh, practicing, if you will, how it feels to be more aware. To experience your values evolving. To see the big picture where in the past it was difficult to see anything other than small details. And to see harmony where in the past most of what you saw was in conflict. The harmony the unity of the big picture, the evolving ethics and the values. These are some of the benefits of becoming more aware. And bring that awareness with you back to the waking state as you take a deep breath now, inhaling, and as you exhale just as slowly, ah, open your eyes, wide awake and alert. Back in the room, feeling fine, all rested, better than before. see, even a three-minute meditation has great value. An hour? That's that's maybe too much to ask of most people. Thirty minutes? That's a long meditation. Ten, fifteen, twenty minutes, even three minutes. Very important. And knowing it is not enough. You really got to do it. Thanks very much for being with us. Hope you'll join us in the premium training just a couple of minutes from right now. Go to theagelesswisdom.com to enroll if you've not yet registered for a single class or for the discount that you get when you subscribe for a 13-week quarter or the deepest discount, a full year. And also, we'd like to see you on our social net at theagelesswisdom.ning.com, N-I-N-G, theagelesswisdom.ning.com. Free to join, free to use, and add free to our Ageless Wisdom social net. But you register for the premium training at the W's As always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. Talk to you next week. This is Michael Benner. So long from Los Angeles.